and welcome once again to the Duke Show, the show about sports and whatever. I'm your host, RJ Debris, and thank you for joining me this Monday, February 7th, 2022. Shout out to my boy back home, Josh Secrets. Happy birthday, February 7th. I always know it's his birthday because we have amazing Super Bowl parties for my man's birthday. And I love the Super Bowl. I love a good Super Bowl party. Love it. I've been to Vegas twice for Super Bowls. And I don't remember the first one. Must have been a good time. I don't remember which game it was. I know I was in Vegas for the Harbaugh Bowl, the Ravens and the 49ers. That was a great time. We played the over. Gave them odds on the over. Played a bigger over. Played lots of overs. And it went way over. So we nailed it. So that was a good time. And if you've never been to Vegas for a Super Bowl, you totally should. Totally, totally should. It's a great... You just think you and I treat the Super Bowl as a holiday. Vegas treats the Super Bowl as a holiday. And this is Super Bowl week. And I'm fired up about it. Super Bowl 56. That's a big number. I'm getting old. 56. Danny, can you believe we've made it to Super Bowl 56? Welcome, Danny, to the show. Danny, our fine imaginary producer, pushing the buttons over there, keeping the music popping. Say hello, Danny. That a baby. Bum, 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 bum. Yes, sir, Danny. Bringing in the heat. I love it. Is that, is that Irish, Danny? We're feeling a little Irish today. Jaeger bombs for everybody. Is that Irish? I'm not even sure if that's Irish. Irish car bombs are Irish. I know that's Irish. Anywho, welcome to the Duke Show. Another episode. We have made it. Now, I've been kind of down in the dumps lately. I've had a crazy life. I've not been motivated. It was a wild, wild week this week. I started the week by getting kicked off of the tweeter. I had no idea that they were listening to the Duke Show, right? I mean, I've made fun of the tweeter minds and Twitter intellect. For several episodes throughout the Noob Show because it's easy to do. It may just end up being the privilege of my life being recognized as a danger to the giant pile of dung that is Tweeter. Tweeter has become a giant pile of dung and I think it's kind of cool that they feel the need to censor little old me. Little old me! One of the nicest people you will ever meet, suspended from Twitter forever. Because I use the word bimbo. Should I call anyone a bimbo? Should I refer to anyone as a bimbo? Ah, probably not. Probably not. But it's funny. People on Twitter have called me every name in the book. Every name in the book, including all the names you would not say in front of your mama, right? Those come at me. I've been threatened to have my house burned down. I've been threatened to meet me in the driveway. Let's duke it out. I've been threatened to be stabbed, to be shot, all this stuff from Twitter. But that's okay coming from them because they play for the same political team that Twitter does. 
Tweeter knows that I do not play for the same political team Tweeter does. Nor will I probably ever. To a fault, I know, damning to the rest of my life, possibly. But I hope not. Is life fair? Nah, it's not fair. If we think life is fair, if we think life should be fair, all we're going to do is hold ourselves down, right? We're not going to be able to put the blinders on and let it rip, baby, let it rip. We're not going to be the best person that we can be. I want to be the best me I can be. So I'm not looking for excuses. I'm not looking for blinders. I'm going to have the ability to speak the truth. And I hope I keep that forever. And I'm sure I gained that ability from growing up in a dugout. If you guys, the real world has no idea the honesty that comes from a dugout, right? From your peers, from the players, from the coaches. First, I'll never forget the first time I met a Division I baseball coach. Playing, uh, He's coaching for what was possibly my dream school. And he says, RJ... I like the way you play. You're a good player, but you'll never play for me. I've never experienced that kind of honesty, right? That's the way coaches think. That's the way these guys have the ability to speak honesty just like that. Now, I wanted to tell him he was wrong, but the man is speaking brutal honesty that the real world cannot handle, right? The real world can't handle any kind of honesty that is brutal. We need to be pampered. We need to be tickled. We just need to be told what is wrong with us. And, and, and we need to be seen as the savior when that imaginary problem just disappears. I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan. I'd rather have blinders. I'd rather look straight ahead. I'd rather be rock. And yes, I am pissed I'm off Twitter. Because I used it for sports news. I used it for sports notes. I have a lot of friends and family out there on Twitter. I've had uh, friends in the sports media world. We talk on Twitter all the time. I've got friends that just become friends and followers from Twitter. I'll never get to talk to them again. All the college baseball players I played with, some of my very closest friends, my Oklahoma State friends, Rob Willie, Chris Briggerstaff, we're all the time shooting the bull on there. Shout out to Denise Lowry, shout out to Ashley Gab, shout out to all my peeps on Twitter as 405 Dupe is now dead. Taken out to the pasture, drug out to the woods as if he's some Ozark character, suspended forever for the word bimbo. And who knows, like I said, it's a privilege to be recognized, right? The great Jerry Jones says there's no no such thing as bad marketing. But they had me censored so bad there was zero marketing. So every time I said something on Twitter, I was shadow banned, as they call it, which also means censored. I was censored so bad, I would send out a tweet and go to like four or five people and then uh, blah, 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 blah. Nobody would ever see it. My Twitter would never grow. It was terrible. The not-so-social... Social media that we live in today, 2022. In the name of prejudice and hate and love and all that crap, I'm sure that's why I'm suspended. (laughs) Well, and...
thank you, Twitter. Thank you for all that. And, you know, I, after all the names I've been called being suspended for referring to somebody I've never spoken to as a bimbo, I apologize. Shouldn't have done it. Oh, my gosh. And after all the names I've been called. Now, if you can't see the black and white on that wall, on that censorship wall, that the BS that Twitter feeds us, if you can't see the black and white on that wall, you got to be blinded by Twitter's potpourri of poop emojis. <laughs> Who knows, maybe I'll fire up a fake account one of these days and become Twitter famous. I mean, the fake ones, they go, they go everywhere, right? I mean, if you start on a fake account and just start tweeting a bunch of BS, a bunch of fictional crap, people love that. 30,000 likes. Yeah, okay. But if you put your name on something and speak your opinion or speak speak uh, highly of someone, well, your name's on it, well, you're just a peon. Go away. And don't use the word bimbo. <laughs> but anyway, 405 Dupe is dead. I'm still a little crushed. Miss you guys. Shout out to my tweeps out there. Still 405 Dupe on Instagram. And I still have a Facebook for my friends and family, which they don't let me talk to. I can send a message to mom, and I don't know if it gets there or not. Facebook pretty much hates me as well. But I'm still there. I'm still there, folks. Still cranking. No excuses. Blinders on. Let's go. It's Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 56. We're going to talk more about that a little bit later. The Rams taking on the Bengals. Why? Because the Bengals did it. They won the AFC. Holy cow. The Bengals did it. What else has been going on? My crazy life this week. I got stuck at work for three days. Had to stay in a hotel. The ice storm. That... Landon, is that its name? We live in a world now that we have to name our storms. Landon or Brandon, whatever the crap that was. Not a fan. Came in. Kind of put me on the lowdown for three days. Got stuck at work. Stayed, stayed in a hotel. But it came and went. It was all right. But you guys keep that uh, winter weather north, okay? There's a reason why I'm in the Red River Valley, North Texas area, Oklahoma area. I don't like that crap. South of I-40 for me. South of I-40, okay? That's where I'm going to be forever. Winter weather, not for me. I'll visit it, but I ain't staying very long. A couple of other sports things I want to talk about. Of course, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Now, did you see, Danny, did you see that I crushed the college football national championship? You saw that on Twitter, right, before I got suspended. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I crushed the college football championship. I think I had it predicted 31-24, something like that, 31-24 Georgia. And I told the world that that line looked weird. Vegas was pretty sure Georgia was going to win. So I was pretty sure Georgia was going to win. 33-18 was the final. Georgia won. It was a fantastic game. Fantastic game. And then, of course, the uh, Bulldogs blew it open a little bit there at the end with the pick six, whatnot. It's been a long time since that, but I haven't got to talk since then. The dupe show has been slacking. Danny's been out of town. I've been stuck in a hotel. So it's been wild. Uh, I read a story this week about Patrick Mahomes and his heart rate, right? You know, these, these guys wear shoulder pads. They wear computer chips and all this junk in their shoulder pads that tells everything about them. Well, this one article was talking about Patrick Mahomes and his heart rate. 
That's pretty cool. In the Bills game. And, of course, the Bills game was in the divisional weekend, which was wild, wild. <clears throat> the Chiefs and the Bills went to overtime with three touchdowns in the last two minutes. Aye, aye, aye. A little trucker friend of mine that I see at work all the time. This dude travels trucks around all the time. Watches a lot of football. Kind of an old guy. Not real old, but he qualifies as old. He'll be retiring shortly. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Will I get kicked off Twitter if I say that? Can I still say the word old? Thank you, Danny. Danny says yes, I can say the word old. My man says that the Chiefs-Bills game was the best game he's ever seen. And I don't disagree. I can't, get, I can't disagree with that. I hate saying blah, 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 the best ever, ever. I hate saying ever, ever. Because it's just so, what have you done for me lately? Blech. But that Chiefs-Bills game was silly. Silly, ridiculously awesome. But anyway, Patrick Mahomes' heart rate was measured that game. Right? And this dude's a gamer. One, one of the top performers in professional sports right now. His heart rate hardly went up when he was performing. Hardly went up. And the highest heart rate that he had was actually when the Bills were on the drive that could have won the game for the Bills with 30 seconds to go. Right? He's watching Josh Allen rip his heart out. And that was the hardest... His heart was beating the entire game. Then he goes back out there with like 14 seconds left, 13 seconds left. Has to get the Chiefs into field goal position. Heart rate calms, actually calms to go out there and play. And that's one of the things people don't realize. That's how athletes work, man. That's how prepared professional athletes work. The real, the tweeter brains of the world can't figure that out. It's magnificent. It's magnificent. It's special. It's beautiful. And that's how you can train your mind to be as an athlete. When you're prepared, that's how it, that's how it goes. If you're that prepared, it's like for the love of the game, right? The old Kevin Costner movie, for the love of the game, he says, prepare the mechanism as he steps on the mound to pitch in the uh, Major League Baseball. He says, prepare the mechanism. All, And then you see this funky little thing where the stadium disappears and boom, nothing but him standing on the mound. He's focused. He's in, his, he's in his spot. His mind is in the game. He's that prepared. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, the same way. Except for real. Not a fictional character. <laughs> so I, I found that fascinating. I like to talk about that. Pretty cool. The Mahomes, Mahomes big time. Keeps keeps it keeps the heart rate on the down low, and the only time he got fired up was when he was about to lose. Then they tie the game and win it in overtime. Holy cow. Speaking of the divisional round, the divisional round of the playoffs, ridiculous. What a ridiculous weekend. Uh, 49ers beat the Packers 13-10. Rams and Buccaneers, that was a three-point game. Another walk-off field goal, 30-27. to And the Rams blew a 23-point lead in that game. Four-score lead. Blew it. Had to win a walk-off. Had to win it in a walk-off field goal. 49ers, walk-off field goal against the Packers. Rams, walk-off field goal against the Buccaneers. Titans, Bengals. Bengals beat the Titans 19-16 to with, guess what? A walk-off field goal. 
And then, of course, the other game was the Chiefs-Bills, aforely mentioned. One of the best games we've ever seen. And then we go to the uh, conference championships, right? Rams 20, 49ers 17. Bengals 27, Chiefs 24 in overtime. And, of course, going to overtime, the Chiefs win the toss. And we all know that playoff teams winning the toss are 9-1. and one. NFL overtime rules are horrible, according to Twitter. The Bengals get an interception and say, coin toss that, we're going to go win the game. The Bengals did that, beat the Chiefs 27-24, and the Bengals did it! Holy cow, the Bengals did it. And that leads us to Super Bowl 56 this week, Bengals-Rams. Now, of course, the, uh, the playoffs were wide open, and we knew that going in, but before I was so abruptly kicked off of Twitter, I did mention for all my gambling friends out there that some of the futures, there was no money in the futures going into the playoffs, right? Field was wide open, not a lot of money to be made, but I did find one little spot that if you wanted to throw a little something-something on it, you could pick up the Bengals to win the AFC at no worse than 8-1. to 8-1 to one going into the playoffs to win the AFC. And then they went and did it! The Bengals did it. I'm still a little bit in shock myself, but they did do it. So they made 405 Dupe at least look intelligent on his way out. So that was pretty cool. Hopefully I made somebody a Benji or two on that deal. And of course, I didn't make any bets on it because then it would have lost. Right? <laughs> Danny knows. He knows I'm allergic to money. That's the way it rolls over here for a dupe at, uh, when it comes to collecting Benjis. But Super Bowl 56. The Rams. The Bengals. Let's talk about that. Danny, who do you think is going to win? Rams? Me too. I think the Rams are going to win. But we all know about the superstars that the Rams have, right? Sean McVay, his team... Loaded, they give up all their picks, bring in all these superstars. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Ron Miller, and we got Leonard at linebacker. We got all these superstar studs everywhere. And if you think about the Bengals, everybody's like, who the heck are the Bengals? Well, first off, they, they've started, they've been able to run the ball now, right? Joe Mixon, if you pay any attention to fantasy football, which I don't know how sports writers, sports uh, radio people out there always make fun of fantasy. You should play some fantasy just to keep up with crap like this, right? Joe makes it a couple of years ago. Not so good running back in fantasy, right? Bengals had a bad year. I thought Zach Taylor kind of stunk for the Bengals when it comes to, uh, you know, rushing the football, right? I thought they were one of those teams that every time they got down a little bit, they would freak out and just start chunk, 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 chunking it. This year... By golly, Joe Mixon's in the top five of rushing the football. The Bengals can rush the football, and look out, they got good. Also, last year, 2021 offseason, big deal for the Bengals. Big deal, right? They've got Joe Burrow coming back. Granted, a little bit of an injury his rookie year, but they've got him coming back. They know that he's a stud. They are ready, right? So in free agency, the Bengals do what they've never done before. Who knows? First time, 30, 40 years, whatever. They went out and spent money in free agency. The Bengals spent money in free agency. Troy Hendrickson, they bring him in from the Saints. 
He was a free agent from the Saints. They get him on a four-year deal, $60 million, right? Now, not this world-breaking deal or whatever, but it did mean that the Bengals believed in themselves enough that they're going to go get some people. They also went out and got four corners. Four corners. Chidobi Awuzit, Awuzie. I swore I was going to say it right. Awuzie. They go out and pick up Awuzie. They get Mike Hilton, bring him in. And then they bring in Eli Apple, Ricardo Allen. They've got all kinds of depth now at the corner position. Awuzie. I knew I could say it. I like that dude. Just because he's got a cool name. But anyway, also they brought in a, uh, a tackle from the Minnesota Vikings in Riley Reef. He was kind of one of the bigger offensive line acquisitions of the season, of the offseason in 2021. So they brought in some players. Hendrickson, Awuzie, Hilton, Apple, Riley Reef. By the way, Eli Apple, anybody heard of him lately? He crushed it, had a huge game against the Chiefs last week. A big deal for the Bengals that Eli Apple was available, right? I mean, he pretty much saved their bacon four times in that game. That, all those acquisitions throughout the 2021 offseason set them up for the draft, which where we all know what they did. That the fifth pick, Jamar Chase, which just became the rookie of the year. No big deal. And uh, 11th pick, they went out and got Jonah Williams, left tackle from Alabama. So if you want to build offensive line, a left tackle from Alabama is usually a pretty good spot to start. Then they went and added some depth throughout, throughout the trenches. And by golly, they built a football team. They built a football team. And you talk about receivers in this game. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, obviously superstar studs. Tough to match up. You don't Look at the three players that the Bengals have. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. They've got some decent tight ends as well. Those three are problems to match up. I don't care if you got Jalen Ramsey or not. Those three are a big deal. Going back to the fantasy football eye, the fantasy footballers out there have been able to keep an eye on these guys. If you don't know about the Bengals being dangerous, you do if you're a fantasy footballer, right? Jamar Chase, he's had huge games, 200-yard games. Does it all the time. T. Higgins, he's had a couple 200-yard games. Tyler Boyd, he's gone off a couple of times. These dudes produce at an incredible high level. Incredible. They are tough to deal with. But I think it's pretty cool that the Bengals have built a football team. They believed it. They saw it coming. They knew they had an opportunity. They went and built on it. They were buyers, not sellers, for the first time and who knows when. And they did it. The Bengals did it. They find themselves now in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56. Man, that's a big number. Danny, we're getting old. Danny, when were you born? Yeah, like Super Bowl 40 or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Not me, buddy. Not me. I've gone through a lot of these numbers, and I'm starting to freak out about it a little bit. 56 went out of Super Bowl. Lawrence Taylor. That's incredible to think about. Let's see. Uh, what else can we talk about? OU Notes. OU notes are always kind of fun. Let's see what we got uh, OU-wise. University of Oklahoma. Well, he got a new coach. <laughs> Caleb Williams is out. Gabriel uh, Gabriel Davis, that's his name? Gabriel Davis is in. Caleb Williams officially out is headed towards Southern California. He'll be the uh, quarterback for Lincoln Riley out there at USC, which cool, whatever, whatever, right? I mean, unfortunately, the transfer portal is what it is. It's 
bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas. But this is kind of what it's for. If you come to the school to play for a certain coach, the coach leaves, you want to go, go. Now, if you come to a school and you're a starter and you could play in the NFL and you want to leave just for uh, NIL purposes, then you're uh, kind of a piece of crap. That's not what it's for, okay? (laughs) But that's the world we live in, and they're allowed to do that. And by the way, Caleb Williams picking up a bag right right away in L.A., uh, I I guess uh, Beats by Dre paying him a couple million dollars NIL-wise to come to USC. There was some talk about Caleb Williams going somewhere else, right? Not OU, not USC. There was... It was all Twitter rumor, which we all know is pointless. But it is storylines and it's something to talk about. And I thought it was absolutely mind-blowing crazy that that Caleb Williams would consider anything except OU and USC. I mean, you're born on third base right now. You're going to the NFL. Why screw any of that up? <laughs> Why go steal second base? You don't steal second base when you're standing on third base. You're almost there. <laughs> So none of that made sense to me. It was absolutely mind-blowing, and, and nor would it make sense for Caleb. I mean, it's OU or USC. Duh. Right? But we all know the brilliance of tweeter minds, even if the brilliant ones get kicked off. Which I find rather rude. Very rude. Very rude to kick, kick people off Twitter. Not be so social with your social media. Very rude. I'm angry. Still a little cranky. Bucky Buckles, Javier Flores, Rob Willie. I miss you guys. Miss you guys. But we're going to make it. Danny, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Danny says the Rams are going to win Super Bowl 56. I also say the Rams are going to win Super Bowl 56. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals do it. They're dangerous. They're fired up. Burrow's got his stogies. He's ready to roll, baby. I got to watch Joe Burrow spank Oklahoma in that semifinal game where LSU beat OU like 73-4, to whatever it was. Uh, Justin Jefferson had five touchdowns that game. I remember looking at my brother after the first four minutes, and I said, we're going to need a beer for this one. We are about to get our asses kicked. And that's exactly what happened. I sat there and endured the entire thing with my brother, and uh, we had some coldies and enjoyed the game. Enjoyed the performance of Joe Burrow. He was dynamite that day. And uh, so I've been a fan of him ever since that day. Because I was like, this dude is good. <laughs> right? This dude is good. I mean, everybody says they're good on Twitter. I mean, it's, but this dude is good. I mean, another thing about that. Like, I love recently the, uh, this was National Signing Day was this week, right? National Signing Day. Yeah, it was this week. And uh, some of those dudes, like, so every school you go to, you got to have a photo shoot? Are you kidding me? I mean, if you didn't have a photo shoot, you didn't didn't have a visit, yo. You got to have a photo shoot. Chip Kelly, the poor, the new coach at LSU, he's out there booty grinding with this, with this stud of a defensive end, shaking his, shaking his tail feather, booty grinding with this stud tight end that he's going to recruit. Yeah, oh. Oh, taking that photo shoot. Yep, doing your thing. Yep, he went to Alabama. <laughs> you mean the booty grinding didn't work? I can't believe the booty grinding didn't work. Kid went to Alabama. Yeah, these photo shoots, the recruiting world, 
Oh my gosh. I want no part of it. I want no part of it. Oh, the Pro Bowl was this week. Danny says the Pro Bowl was this week. I'll give you uh yeah, I'll give you my review on the Pro Bowl. Didn't watch it. I could care less about the Pro Bowl like I could care less about these photo shoots. <laughs> I I'd rather go booty grinding by myself, right? The Pro Bowl stinks. I, I don't remember the last Pro Bowl I watched. Like it used to be cool as a kid, you know, when I got to watch like primetime get in there with Michael Irvin and talk some smack or whatever, but Nowadays, like, I don't even think about it. It's not even on the radar. I didn't even know it was this week until I accidentally popped up my Twitter and saw a skeleton of what's left of my Twitter. It still shows me a little bit of blah, 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 blah. And uh, some of the guys were talking about the Pro Bowl. And I was like, oh, how cute. It's a Pro Bowl. Yeah, the Pro Bowl's nothing. <clears throat> Does absolutely nothing for me. I will watch the Pro Bowl. It's about as often as I watch uh, like a high school team from Florida play on a Thursday night against a high school team from Ohio. I'm not watching it. <laughs> not watching it. Done with that. Bring on a real all-star game. I'll watch it a little bit. Maybe. Who knows? But anyway, Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56 this week. Go Rams. Danny, get me out of here. We're rambling. You got your music? You slacking over there? Crank it up, bro. Let's go. There we go. Now Danny's ready. Danny's ready to go home. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go home. Thank you for joining me, RJ Dupree, here on the Deuce Show. Where you can always hit me up, 405 Dupe on Instagram, but not on Twitter anymore. Do I sound cranky? I'm still cranky. Still cranky. Poor Danny. I'm RJ. Let's get out of here. We out. The Doop Show!